Hello Fly Nation and welcome to the Freestyle Your Life podcast, the one and only podcast inspiring you to live your authentical greatness while teaching you that less is more. I'm your host, Aneste Karla Zimmermann, and I'm on my mission to help you to be the hero you were meant to be and to live what you came for in life and in business. Remember, the quest we came here for is to discover our true nature, explore our potential and share it by living. Hello Fly Nation! So today I'm so excited to have Nicole Janssen with me and we both believe that we were destined for more and we need to discover the strengths within us and to release and unleash, release and unleash our greatness within. So we are passionate about empowering and inspiring people. We have both the podcast, yours is called the um, the Transformation Leaders podcast, Leaders of Transformation. Yes, Leaders of Transformation, yeah. yes. I just mix it up. The Leaders of Transformation podcast, and you have been doing such a great job there and so many episodes. And uh, well, this is the Freestyle Your Life podcast, but the topics are very related, and that's why I uh, did invite you. So you are the author. Uh, an author and um, trainer, facilitator and uh, breakthrough coach. And what I found out in preparing for the interview, you're the founder of Blair Singer Group of Companies Master. I did a lot of studies with Blair. I'm not a founder, just to be clear. He's the founder, but he, yeah. he um, I worked with him for a number of years. Yeah. Yes. Um, I like him a lot. He's amazing. Yes. One of my greatest mentors, yeah. Blair Singer. Yeah, I learned a lot. In fact, uh, when, I, when I met him and started working personally with him, I'd seen him on stage, but when I started working personally with him, uh, I already had a lot of experience. And then when I started talking with him, he said, Nicole, stick with me and I'll help you become better than you ever thought you were. Yeah. And, and I started to laugh and I was like, that was kind of like a backhanded, yeah. <laughs> you know? but the reality is he did, he did. He helped to shape and mold uh, what I had already um, mm -hmm. my experience in my training and be able to mold that into uh, something far better, far more refined, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I just, I just learned so much from him. Amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. And I just remember last time I saw him in Warsaw in Poland, it's about seven or eight years ago. And uh, I know him from Sales Dog, from his sales program. And this uh, program there was to overcome the talk in your mind, right? This is a yes. special topic of him. And he's a really great coach. So my listeners, we're talking about Blair Singer. He's a coaching colleague from us so back to you nicole so your website is called discover the edge and we will talk today about worthiness from within and how to overcome setbacks and love yourself and others unconditionally and so i'm a fan of uh, compassionate love and you will share much more about uh, about it with us now so this is your stage, Nicole. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Um, so yes, thank you um, for having me, Ernesta. Um, I am, did I say that right, Ernesta? 
me? Yeah, Ernesto, Carla, whatever you Ernesto prefer. Carla, both? Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful. You can just edit that out if you want. Um, but yeah, I'm really grateful to be here. And um, I uh, love this topic because it's near and dear to my heart. I, I talk a lot about business. Uh, entrepreneurship strategy and those types of things because a lot of my clients they come to me because they want to grow their business they want to uh, increase their profitability they want to um, uh, you know improve their team performance but yeah. underlying that is you know the, the the results that they want underlying that are the beliefs right yeah. deep yeah. underneath that are the beliefs that we have about ourselves, and it invariably comes back to identity. It comes back to our own worthiness, and I yes. do believe that as children we buy into this lie. Some great more than others, depending on the life experience that we have. Um, but I've coached, you know, literally thousands of people over the years. And you talk about Blair. We were talking about Blair Singer, uh, the Little Voice Mastery. I've done a number yes. of those programs, over a hundred of those. Uh, six-week programs that he facilitated and got a lot out of, um, you know, number one, uh, uh, the, my clients had a lot of success, but also um, I learned a lot in the process of that and really recognizing that there is a common theme that's happening within, within people. As you work with so many people, you start mm -hmm. to see that pattern. And yes. so uh, it always comes down to a not enough conversation Station. But the not enough conversation sounds differently based on someone's personality. And I teach personality dynamics. So the DISC model of human behavior, you've got the driver, doer, decisive personality, the dominant type, and you have the inspiring, influencing type. And then you've got the supportive, steady, sweet, very, you know, kind of more reserved, but people oriented. And then the cautious who are more uh, analytical, they're more uh, contemplative, uh, more reserved but task oriented and so depending on the different personality types it shows up I notice differently so it may be I'm not important for the for the one that desires to be important right I'm insignificant right. for the one that desires and we see how this uh, this shows up in somebody's life over and I can just I can talk from my own life for example and and um, you mentioned I'm a co-author in a book. I wrote um, a book. Actually, it's funny because I moved to um, I moved places to do this interview, and I forgot my book back there. So I have a I have a picture of it. But uh, Power Up Super Women. I wrote a chapter in that book, mm -hmm. and I talked about it's called Worthiness from Within. And I talk about how when I was young, and don't have a lot of time in that chapter to cover everything. But basically, mm. the essence of it is I got that I was not important. I was, I was loved. I knew my parents loved me, but, um, I just didn't feel like I was, um, it was worth noting. You know, my parents mm -hmm. came also European. My mother was German. My dad was yeah. Dutch. Yeah. And so, you know, the, the, it's a very, it was just for them. It was a very strict upbringing. And so they transferred that to us very loving, but also very respectful. You respect your elders when they're speaking, you know, you don't speak until you're spoken to in that context, right? When there's elders around. And so, and I grew up actually around a lot of people that were older than me. So I learned to trust what other people said and to value what other people said because they were older and they knew more. 
-hmm. And so that played out even when I went into my adulthood, I had this kind of, so there's a lot to this, but essentially for me, it was the, I'm not important. And for some, it's actually, I'm insignificant. As I said, I even had a lady who I was working with who it came out as I'm entitled. That was a very interesting one. She was a very successful woman, had mm -hmm. done more in her 40 plus years of life than most people have done in three lifetimes. <laughs> Careers, you know, each one of them that she had, had already accomplished, phenomenal. But she was launching out into a, uh, she was launching out into a new field mm -hmm. and looking for investors. And she was resentful towards the people that wouldn't just give her the money. They had it for heaven's sakes. Why wouldn't you just give it to me? And so as I was listening to her and we had a, this is where we discovered it took about an hour of listening and just walking it through with her and, and asking questions. And I discovered that, where does this come from? And when she was young as a little girl, her parents had this resentment towards rich people. The funny thing is, is that she had also created a lot of success, right? Mm -hmm. And had lost it, gained it and whatever. But she, she had this thing about she was entitled. And so here she was, and she, she made a couple of comments. Like one of them was, oh, for heaven's sakes, $25,000 is nothing to them. They could probably find that in spare change in their, in their sofa. Why don't they just give it to me? I don't get it. And, and it was such an entitlement when she realized that she said, oh, that's why they're not doing business. They're interested, but that's mm -hmm. why they're not going with me. That's why they're not investing in me. Mm -hmm. And as soon as she started to shift that, realize it. So there's awareness and then there's the choice. What am I going to do with that? Do I believe that? Do I want to continue to believe that? Right. Because that's, that's, you know, that's leading to a specific result. And mm -hmm. if it's not the result that I want, I might want to look back to the root of why that I'm not getting the result. Yes. And so as she changed that, then what happened is she started to, I mean, all of a sudden things started to open up for her. Mm -hmm. And that's just one example. For me, it was realizing that, you know what, I do have something to say. I always used to think everybody else had something to say, but what do I have to say? Yes. And then I realized, you know what, I do have something to say. So, but this worthiness from within, it actually showed up so in my life, so I've, I've been in business for myself for over uh, 30 years. I started very young. My parents were entrepreneurs and worked hard and we learned the family dynamic of this is mm -hmm. in an entrepreneurial family. And so my, um, so we always chipped in. That's just kind of how it happened. Right. And so I, my parents, when they had a business that they started from a home-based business and direct sales, you know, I offered to help. So I started helping out with that. And, and what was interesting is this not important came out when I actually said, Oh, I don't need to get paid. I'll just do it for, you know, just do it for free. Like I don't yeah. want to get paid. Mm -hmm. I'm investing in the future. Right. And I, here I am thinking I'm intelligent. Right. And then I'm, that I'm not being uh, hooked by money, but in the process of that, what did I learn? I learned how to work for free. Mm-hmm. And later on, as that business became very, very successful, I still, I didn't really need to take anything. You know, I didn't, I wasn't looking for anything from it because I was like, oh, I'm investing for the future. It's all going to be fine. You know, mm -hmm. not worried about it. When that business fell apart and all of a sudden I looked back and I went, oh shoot, I should have taken advantage of the opportunities that I had right. in front of me. Because basically I would, what I was doing is I was refusing 
the blessing. I was refusing mm-hmm. the prosperity. The exchange. Like, oh. Yes. Yes. The exchange. I was completely out of, as Blair would tell me, completely, it was criminal exchange. I was completely out of exchange. Right. Mm. So there was uh, in being out of exchange. And, and, and a lot of times I think when we, when we look at that, even exchange, that's an interesting subject. One that I love talking about is the importance of being in exchange with yourself. What does that mean to be in exchange, to be true to yourself, to honor yourself at the same time, honoring the other person. You and I are in a relationship. It's, it's an exchange. If one person is contributing more than the other, and it's not necessarily always, it doesn't have to be equal, but it Mm. has to be mutual. If that's, if that makes sense. And there needs to be value going both ways. Totally. I had a, a great experience in that because I was such a helping person and uh, well, it really sucked after time, right? Because yeah. I, I got really ill and this is, I, I, had, I really had to transform my, my whole uh, mindset on that because that's, that's stupid. That's self-sabotaging. Yes. What and I that's did. exactly, yeah. I, you, and we sabotage. Why do we sabotage ourselves? based on a false belief that what we we're no, 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 it's better to give than it is to receive. Mm -hmm. Right. No, more specifically, it is better to be in the position to give than to have to be in a position to need to receive is another translation of that. But the, the idea is, is that if I, if I only give and I don't receive and actually what I do is I steal the blessing my, my mother and, and both my parents um, were like this, but especially my mom, I noticed, you know, when she would go out for lunch with someone or dinner, she always had to pay. They always wanted, no, no, let me pay, right? Let me pay. Somebody wanted to pay. Oh, no, 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 no. Let me do it, right? Let us do it. Let's us pay free, right? Always giving, giving. Mm-hmm. And later on, after my dad passed away a few years ago, his brother, my uncle, and my mother and I went for lunch. And my uncle living in a very simple life, you know, living a simple life at that point, not a lot of money. He hadn't been working a long time. I get it. She was, my parents used to always buy, buy lunch or dinner when we would go out with him. Right. And, and he would be like, are you sure? Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. So my mother said, so here it is. My brother, uh, sorry, uh, her, her husband's brother. Right. And the widow and the niece. Right. So my mother says, now, before we go there, I just want to be, you know, to make sure I need, we're going to pay, I'm going to pay for this. And I said to her, I said, are you sure you want to do that? Just think of the dynamics of this. He's the older brother. Mm -hmm. He's Dutch. (laughs) So he's a European background, very much old school. And you're going to insist as his brother's widow to pay for lunch. Are you sure you want to do that? Because, and so she was like, Oh, what do you mean? And so she was so used to giving out that when you, I said to her, I said, if you don't allow him to, if he, if he doesn't say anything and you want to pay fine, but if he wants to pay, like she was like, if he wants to pay, we're going to not let him do that. Look, if he wants to, you have got to allow him to do that. Because otherwise you steal the blessing and you actually steal the respect and the honor of him 
he knows his finances. He knows what he can right. do. We're not going to an expensive restaurant here, but it's what's more important is how you honor him, how you respect him and who he is. Right. And so it's this exchange that oftentimes we get into this being, you know, of service. I was of service. I'm helping everybody else be successful. I'm of service. Mm -hmm. And what was driving that, oh, no, 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 I, I, no, I, I couldn't. No, you go. You go on that trip. No, you go do this. You, you go enjoy that. What I realized is that came from this underlying primary lie and this unworthiness feeling like, and, and it's more than just an unworthiness, but it's this, this idea of that I'm doing the right thing. And we get all these false beliefs that we, yeah. we you know, from whether it's from religion or from family or however we, we learn those things. And the key is to recognize the lie that's been driving your life. Because what's interesting is if you think you're not enough, and I see this a lot in high performers that I work with, they want success. They're so driven to create success in their life and in their business. And really what all that it is that they're doing is they're not really doing it for the right motive, if you will. What they're doing is they're trying to convince themselves deep down inside they're trying to prove the lie wrong, right? Of I'm not enough. Yes. If I believe that I'm not enough, I'm going to fight that. Because deep down inside, I know that I am enough and I want to be enough, mm -hmm. right? So I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do everything possible to prove that I'm enough. Mm -hmm. But then if I fail in business or I fail in marriage or I fail in whatever area, my life comes crashing down. Because right. And there will be something and that there will proves be. us to be right. <laughs> right? And so, so that's where the worthiness, having that worthiness, having that I am enough has to come from within mm -hmm. so that really. no matter what comes your way, and it will come, your storms will come your way, yeah. guaranteed. If you yeah. haven't experienced one, I know you have, but I if people listening, like, I have many of them. <laughs> I remember actually I was, uh, Christopher Worth has a podcast called no quit living and it's all about the no quit mindset. Right. So mm -hmm. he, uh, he and I, when we first met and he said, Oh, I'd love to have you on my show. Do you have a, a, a story of overcoming that you might be able to share with our listeners that we can talk about this idea of no quit in the midst of obstacle? And I went, sure. What area of, life would you like to talk about? <laughs> I could cover any one of them. You want relationships, you want to focus on health, you want to focus on business, right. money. Because no matter what, we could tell a story. Brother, lots of stories, lots of stories, because life is, is mm -hmm. like this. Or hopefully it's like this, right? You're constantly growing up, but it's always, you know, there's always those, those stories. And that's where for me, it's, it's not so much uh, now, like I realize, and I've gotten to that dark, like that really low, low, low point, the, what do they call it? The dark night of the soul. There's a sketchy term, whatever. Unbelievable how you're shining here, but we oh, all it? have it, right? So we did our transformation and did overcome it. But yes. that means we went through hell. I did it plenty of times. And you know what? It's interesting that you say that because I had somebody pay me this really, really high compliment and said to me, wow, you're such a pure spirit. And I kind of was like, wow, that's, that's like one of the greatest compliments that's I've lovely. ever received. 
Yeah. And I said, and I was purified through fire. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I'm still a work in progress. But the, the thing is, is that it's always a journey. Our whole life is yes. a new journey. What I learned through the ups and downs, I learned to, because it was such a roller coaster of emotions and feeling and that identity of how did I felt good about myself when I was successful. I felt bad on myself when, when my marriage was going well, I felt good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have everything. This is wonderful. When my husband decided he didn't want to be with me anymore, all of that came crashing down. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where it hit home for me the most, where it was just like, all of it, I had to look at it and I had to look at myself. Most people, what they do is, and even myself initially, you know, you can look at somebody else and you can say, oh, what's wrong with them? Or they hurt me or whatever. But I looked and I said, you know, I need to look at myself. How did I contribute to this? And what can I learn from this? And when I got to that point and really took it as a personal growth experience, it was the most valuable experience I've ever had. And I've had lots of experiences, but this one really, really got me to the point where it doesn't matter what anybody does, what anybody says or doesn't say or doesn't do. I know that I have value, that I am worthy, that I am loved, that I will survive because a lot of it is, you know, we're trying to survive, right? This is the space you need. And it's like, I know that I'm whole and complete in and of myself. And that's law, right? Yeah, yeah. because we, we, we all, of course, have so many expectations how things go. And the more expectations we have, the, the, the worse the things go, right? We all know that. So then we are dependent of the partner, of the, the business partner, of the kids, whatever, somebody else's agenda external yeah right all external and and we are completely not in our space and not in our heart and 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 not authentic because we are just reacting on the outside world there and you're going to get disappointed the guarantee you're going to be disappointed even by the people that absolutely love you even by a parent that you share it i loved my parents my parents disappointed me at times. They hurt me. They weren't there. There were times when my mother, you know, she, maybe they were busy or whatever. My mom, sometimes she'd be yeah. preoccupied, you know, and, and, but she was all at the same time though, overall, she was always there for me. But if I took these one, you know, here and there, and oftentimes yeah. that's what we focus on are those instances. Yeah. And we define the relationship by that. But when we get that everybody is just, you know, doing what the best they can with what they have, And that's a strong statement. If you think of the people that hurt people, hurting people hurt people, right? And so, and, and as Lucas Mack, uh, somebody that I just recently got to know an amazing uh, human being, and he said, and healed people heal people. Um, And so, but if you think about hurting people, they're, they're coming from their own lack. So unconditional love, how does this apply to unconditional love? Well, first of all, unconditional love And even greater than unconditional love is perfect love. When you think of like, it has to start with you. If you don't have love for yourself and worthiness and that value of yourself, if I didn't have that, how could I possibly give it to someone? And especially those people that need it the most. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, you know, it's easy to love the lovable. 
Anybody can do that. It's, it's much more difficult to love the unlovable. Because a lot of times what we do is yeah, we're, trade. sure. we're trading, we're trading. We're like, if you love, and you hear that, you know, Facebook memes and so forth and, you know, hang out with the people that make you happy and love the people that love you back and all of this. Well, and it sounds good, right? It's like, yeah, that's, you know, I'm being true to myself. Well, in the coming back to exchange, where does the exchange begin then? If I'm waiting for you to love me and you're waiting for me to love you, then nobody is going to love. But if you have yes. so much, right? It's like, we're yeah. all waiting for who's going to ask the other person to dance. It's not going to happen. And so um, it really starts when you have so much love inside and you, and you love yourself inside, you know, then, then you have so much that it can't help but spill over. That's the yeah. out of the wellspring of the heart, right? right? That's that. So when you can do that, and that's what I learned with my husband is, and I thought, okay, I need to fix the relationship initially. It was like, I need to fix this. Or if I love him enough, maybe he'll come back. Right. And really God said to me, love your husband. And I was like, what does that mean? Love my husband, you know? And, and, and then he left and he, here he is. He's, he's being unfaithful. He's lying about it. He doesn't want to admit it because he doesn't want to hurt me, but he's hurting me more because he's not telling me all this stuff. Oh, and, I know all that story too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's not an original story. Right. So, you know, when you think about like, so in the midst of all that, God's saying to me, love my husband. And I'm going, how do I, how do I do that? And when he left and he didn't want to talk to me and he moved out and, and, um, and he didn't want to face me and he didn't, you know, and all this. And so I'm like, I just started energetically sending him love. And initially I thought, Oh, that's so, because it'll, it'll cause him to love me back and then he's going to come back and it's going to be all good and everything. Right. What I realized is the lesson in there far greater than any possibility of him coming back mm -hmm. was me learning to love unconditionally is to learning to love and actually developing that love within me that healed my heart yes to the point where it didn't matter if he came back or not it yes. didn't matter whatever he was going to do he was going to do and then i could love him regardless of that mm-hmm and so it's so powerful and it is so freeing. I mean, your podcast is about, you know, freeing up and lifestyle and having a life that is a freedom, right? Yes. The greatest freedom that you can have is the freedom from expect, like you said, the expectation and the, yeah. the, 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 the um, storms of life where you can yeah. be the calm in the midst of the storm. You, right. you are no longer influenced by anything outside you. Victor Frankl, the book, mm -hmm. Man's Search for Meaning. Mm -hmm. Here he's in a concentration camp. They take everything away from him. Yeah. The one thing they can't take away from me is my ability to choose my attitude. Yeah. And that's what got him through. And, and your so, mind on Nelson Mandela, same thing, right? Yes, same 27 story. years. Yeah, same 27 story. years, how is it possible? Amazing mm -hmm. book. Yeah. Long walk to freedom was an amazing, amazing story. Mm -hmm. He talks about, and you think, how is it possible? It's because they have built up so much love within them that they mm -hmm. realize it's not about me. When I think it's about me and I think that I am in jeopardy of survival, I'm the ego is going to want to protect me. Mm -hmm. It's going to lash out. It's going to keep me safe. But mm -hmm. when I get that, I'm already safe mm -hmm. and I am, you know, 
you can't kill me, right? At, at, the, at the core, I'm a, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. Right. And you on the other side, yeah. we are always needy, right? If we, if we show up like that. And yes. all frequency. So the partner, everybody does sense it, of course, right? So, oh, yeah. If we're void, we have a void. We're going we're gonna to attract people that are going to fill that void, but not necessarily with the right things. Yeah, absolutely. Right, right, yeah. We're going to so, attract who we are, not what right. we want. We attract right. who we are, not what we want. Most people are like, I want this. I want this. Why am I not attracting this in my life? You know, I, I, I want to have a wonderful partner. I want to have a successful business. I want, I want, I want abundance in my life. Why, damn it, am I not achieving it? <laughs> Why am I not attracting it? It's like, well, you, you might want to look inside because if you don't have abundance already inside in your heart and you're not coming from that place of abundance, mm. you're not going to attract it. Right. Yeah, Nicole, it's so true. And uh, we, we need to start uh, at our own place with ourselves, right? And, uh, and, 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 and yeah, grow into self-love in order to be able to give it to a partner and to be loving also, right? Because yes. we don't love ourselves, but expect our husband to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. now we wonder why he can't, right? So, and he's having the same conversation going on in his head. Yes. So two oh. people are wondering, when is somebody going to love me? It's the yeah. whole love people who love you back. Well, yeah, but and then maybe yeah. waiting their whole life. Some people do. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why there's, it's like, it's like being at a dance and everybody's waiting for somebody else to ask them to dance. Mm. Right. And so this is, it's so powerful. And people who talk about love as being mushy, don't understand what love is. Love is, love is strong. It is, is strength. It's a deep strength that's within you. It's easy to love the unlove, uh, the lovable. It's much more yeah. difficult and it takes a lot more strength. Love is a choice yeah. as much as it's also a feeling. It's not a thing that, you know, floats in and out. Mm. When you love, you love um, by choice. Because even in marriage, right? Uh, a lot of times people think, you know, it's supposed to be wonderful and flow and perfect and all this stuff. And yet, you know, that anything takes takes work. I saw a Facebook post it was, or Instagram maybe. And it's, and, and it was, um, the wife says to the husband or no, the husband says to the wife and says, you know, marriage is just a piece of paper. And she replies and she says, money is too, but you go to work to every day to, to, you know, to, to, to earn it, right. Yeah. To achieve it. Yeah. And it's so funny because we think about, it makes sense to work for success in business. But why do we think that it doesn't make, you know, that it, that you don't work for and strive, you know, and not necessarily striving in a difficult, like making it a struggle, but it's the intention. It's the investment. You're investing in your business to grow it. You're investing in your career to grow it. You're investing in your relationships to grow them. And that starts off with investing in the relationship with yourself. If you have a, a bank account and your emotional bank account is at a minus, you're not going to have anything to give anybody else. Mm. If it's at $2, there's, there's two per, you know, uh, dollars left in it. What do you have to give? And then if somebody makes a withdrawal, 
immediately go, you go into deficiency. Yeah. Immediately you're in overdraft. And that's what happens. You go on the road, the highway, you're at, you're at two, right? You got two, you know, cents left or whatever, whatever. And then somebody else, you know, cuts you off and makes a withdrawal. And there you are. You're in overdraft. Needy again. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And that's why I'm, I'm, so, I'm such a proclaimer of, of becoming uh, authentic and really sticking to our uh, true self and making uh, ourselves a priority first, because otherwise we cannot give, we cannot deal with others because we are always in the needy mode and we, we have the identification with all that others should do and we will never get off their agenda. Yes. What's interesting also, I was just thinking about when you were, we were talking about that, women have a tendency Especially, to, yes. yeah, they give. They give to their family. They give to everybody else, always serving. And there is this uh, misconception. They say, oh, that's the feminine energy. Mm. But if you look at the feminine energy and you consider what the, the feminine it's not actually giving, it's receiving, isn't it? It's the way the body works, right? We receive. Yeah. And I'm not saying that we need to be always the receiver and the takers. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is, is that there is this misconception, another lie, right? Mm. That, oh, women, we're supposed to give. We're supposed to nurture. But that nurture comes from a, a wellspring, an overflowing of love within us. Mm. Whereas most women don't feel the, the need and or the worthiness and the self, you know, love. They don't have that value inside to invest in themselves. They think they should just have it more than enough to give to anybody else. Well, of course, mm. you've got to have it before you yeah, can give it. And yeah, so women need to start, you know, it's like if you really, that feminine energy mm. is being able to receive, being yeah. able to take in so that you can give out. That's what we, especially women, need to learn. And uh, Nicole, we have so uh, so many women at our age. So maybe they are uh, they are not divorced, but still uh, with with uh, the father of their kids. But of course, it's not like the first weeks, right? Yeah. After a while, and like my son, they are nineteen and twenty one. So the older one is in Canada in Whistler for already one year nice. and decided to stay there. It's, uh, yeah, he likes it much better over there. And I totally uh, know why, because uh, it's a it sort of mindset here, everybody watching the other one and how, how to behave and that. And uh, yeah, I'm the total opposite. Otherwise I wouldn't do this uh, podcast here and this topic, but uh, that's, the Canadians are really so the, the the ones that I know. So, yeah, you live your life and I live mine, and there is nothing to judge, and that's perfect, right? Yeah, and I'm Canadian, by the way. I live in the U.S., but I'm Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I are like feel that. that from the first moment. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. It's true. Actually, it's interesting because when I moved from Toronto, my hometown. Uh, to California and specifically into Los Angeles. Um, 
my husband was American, so oh, okay. um, my husband. And I thought you so, wanted to escape the cold uh, Toronto area. Well, that that too, that too. I did love California. There's a bit of a story behind that, which is um, when I was a little girl, I used to say that I was going to live in California. And I didn't know anybody in California. I had never been to California. I have no idea where that came from, but I was like, I'm going to live in California. So sure enough, I live in California. But um, when I got to LA and Toronto is a very much a multicultural city. Yeah. And so you have people from all backgrounds coming in and so forth. When I got to LA and I thought, well, LA is kind of the same, right? You have all the people coming in for the film industry and mm -hmm. everywhere. And I was shocked at the amount of uh, dissension and uh, racism that was occurring that I felt. I felt it's an energy that I felt. Um, and I was just like, wow. You know, and then hearing people's experiences, and of course, we've heard the stories more and more now the last number of years, um, you know, things that are coming out in the news, but it's just all across the US. And I was just like, wow, but it's, it's this judgment, like you said, it's this judgment and it's this, this deficiency. And it's, if I don't feel worthy, if I don't feel validated in within myself, I'm going to try to put somebody else down because if I, it's the misconception yeah. of I'm going to, if I put, bring somebody else down, it'll elevate me up. But that's not what happens, of course, but that's what we do, right? It's like, I, they're, too, I gotta, I gotta bring them down to my level and or, or less than lower than my level, yeah. try to fall, you know, falsely elevate myself. Mm -hmm. And it's hard because in, especially like, for example, LA where everyone is, you know, there's a certain amount of roles, there's a certain amount of opportunities and everybody, you know, is, is wanting to get that break and so forth. And all, it's all about how you look and how you sound and blah, 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 and so forth. So it's like, wow. So to get into that space and to experience that, what a difference from where I came, not that it doesn't occur in Toronto, it just happens to be much more uh, accentuated in in uh in the u.s and specifically where my experience has been in california um and it's uh it's a tragedy because when i look at it and i realize that every single one of us has unique gifts has unique talents that's why I discover the edge is all based on people's gifts and their talents and seeing the best in others i have on my cover on my social on many of my social media um the discover the edge um social media sites it, you know, it says believing in people's greatness versus, yeah. you know, their weakness. And, yeah. and I do believe in that is when you believe and you see, and you look for the, when I'm whole, I'm, when I'm okay with me and I'm not trying to prove myself to anyone and trying to be better than anyone else, then it, it, it allows me to see someone else and see the greatness with them and say, I, I can be amazing and you can be amazing and we can yeah. both be amazing. Yeah. Um, and I can see the, the greatness in other people. Yeah, but I that's can paradise then. That's paradise then when, when, we, when we look at life like that. But most, so many people um, are, yeah, chasing for approval of others. Why? Yeah. You have your opinion, I have mine. That mustn't be the same. We are not cloned. Right? Yes, yes. And, and somebody pointed out to me recently because I posted something. 
that was my experience that I said, you know, I, I really respect this person. It was on Tony Robbins and it was a, a video that he had posted and I was sharing it. And I said, I know not everybody likes his, his style or whatever, but you know, um, and he's trans, you know, he's impacted millions of lives and including yeah. my own and whatever. Yeah. So I got all these comments. I ended up deleting the post because I just didn't have, the, I just didn't want to deal with it all at that point, right? It's like all these comments that were, I hate him because of this. And I can't, basically the essence was, I cannot believe that you like him because I don't. And it was like, how come you not, val how are you not validating my opinion? And I'm thinking, well, it's my post. <laughs> You can post whatever you want. You're like, right. you know, it's just my post. Who's, who's being invalidated here. I have an experience to say that I greatly respect this person for what they've done and how they've impacted my life and what I've learned from them. And you're the one that's invalidating it. And then you're questioning why. And we have a lot of this going on on social media. Yeah. And somebody actually pointed out to much. me. Yeah. One of the, and it's the offense, right? Everybody's getting offended. And, and so I was just like, wow, it's just so fascinating to me that really they don't want to have a discussion about it, that what they want to, they want to be acknowledged. They yeah. want to, they want to be heard. They want to be validated. And somebody pointed out to me, um, who I talked to shortly after this about this and said, the thing is, is that people are kind of fumbling around because they're starting to learn that they have a voice and they're starting to share their voice and they're kind of, it's like children, you know, navigating around, trying to feel their way through this. And so, you know, for those of us that maybe have gone a little bit further along the journey and have learned this, then that's where we, what we can do is to support that. Not that they depend on us, but that we can acknowledge. People just need to be heard. They just need to be acknowledged for what they're going through. We all do. No matter what age you are, no matter what you've been through, to be acknowledged. But the, the reality is we get to that point where, as I said, you know, what we're talking about is, is I get the acknowledged for myself. Doesn't matter if anybody gives it to me or not. Right, well, but ultimately, it is a transformation, Nicole. Right, we have yeah. to make and 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 some some are further than others, of course. But uh, when when I committed to really uh, don't judge and don't want to be judged, right? Yeah. So I just uh, have my opinion, and and you have yours. Pretty okay, mustn't be the same. There's no need yeah. for being all everything the same. Everybody if you're the same, then it's one of us is redundant right. yeah, <laughs> in a relationship. But, if both but, people are the same, one's unnecessary. What is, what's the contribution then? Right. And, and, and we are a mixture of, of millions of, of people and, and millions of opinions. And that's pretty, pretty good. Right. But in yeah. our head is always, oh, she must be the same opinion. Uh, uh, she must have the same opinion or the other one, right? And we try to, yeah, but you have to. Uh, no, I don't have to do anything, especially not what you are dictating me, right? Yes. If I come up with something and if I change my mind, I have my mind changed. Yeah, I'm I'm free, right? But yes. this occurs as long as we are not within us, authentically. Yes. Yes. I, I say right. the only time we get, we get frustrated with other people is when they're not doing what we think they should be doing. And who are we to determine what they should be doing? Yeah, we shouldn't even not think that. I, because I, I have no right. To, I have no right. That. 
Yeah. I totally stopped that. I'm living the, the easiest and, and freed up life I ever did because I yeah. stopped with all that. I'm doing yeah. what I do and what I have fun and what is not good for me, I have skipped or so when something comes up right to the trash and enjoying life at the core because yeah. I'm not dealing with all the other surrounding things yeah. and, and, and once and then I still um, discover I have an expectation and and when things don't happen like I want them to uh, to to happen to meet my expectations, and most of the time they don't. If we have a, a, a really clear expectation how things um, should go, but they are there are uh, other people in, involved or or a man or a friend. And, and we are disappointed. Yeah, yeah, it's his right. It was my expectation he has to call. I, I live oh. much easier if and I give up know? this expectation. If he calls, yeah. fine. If he doesn't call, fine. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, it's like he should know. We, we should. Shoulds are just eliminate them. Should, it, they, yeah. They just, just, yeah, they don't work. They won't serve you when you should you should on yourself or you should on somebody else to stop shooting. Um, yeah, absolutely. And there's so much, there's so much freedom in that because, um, there's another scripture that says the truth will set you free. And the truth is also meaning the truth about another person. Mm-hmm. When I recognize that another person is the way they are, and that is the way they are. Mm-hmm. that sets them free and it sets me free. Right. But if I'm trying to deny that that person, Bill Ferguson, he, he was on my podcast. I did a two part with him and he works a lot with people who are healing painful relationships and uh, the deeper hurts that impact our lives and so forth. And he's a huge advocate for this is um, he's been on Oprah. He's, his books have been best-selling books for many, many years and he talks about this idea of when you if, you, if you have a cat and you're trying to convince the cat to bark, you are going to be disappointed. And you can, you can do whatever you yeah. can to this, do- this cat. It's not going to bark. Yeah. If you it's, want a yeah. pet that barks, get a Buy dog. Buy a dog, yeah. It's and it's the same metaphor. thing in relationships, yeah. right? And so we have this denial, mm-hmm. denial going on about who people are because yeah. we don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We don't want to see, no, they're not like that. No, I'm, I'm not going to believe it. I know that they're going to be, and women have a tendency to mold pe- men into who they think they should. <laughs> yes. Right? And men That's wish the that their wives or their women will be perfect and never change. They're going to be 18 and you know, and youthful their entire life. Look, it doesn't happen that way. Right. So we have all these, like you said, these expectations when we free ourselves from the expectations, which is judgment. I'm a big believer in having desired outcomes and intention in my life about what I'm looking for in my life. Yeah. That's a different thing because that belongs to your person. Yeah. And whether it's this person or that person, Yeah. yeah, it's not based on any one person saying you have to be this in my life. No, I'm, I'm looking for this in my life. Yeah. 
And I, I don't know where it's going to come from, but this is what I'm desiring to have. This is the experience that I want to have in my life. This yeah. is the type of relationship that I want to have in my life. This is the type of business that I want to have. And I want to have, and it's interesting when we talk about business is that sometimes people get so tied up into this person. I have to close this person. Mm -hmm. Well, now again, that's another way of you enforcing your agenda on someone else. The reality yeah. is you want to generate X amount of dollars in your business. Does it really matter who it comes from? Right? Mm -hmm. If you try to have it come from this particular person, it has to come from here, then you're going to be disappointed. In fact, at one point when I was in my mid twenties, I, I was saying to, um, I was saying to God, I was like, will you bless me? Like, I need you to bless me in this area. Right. And, um, one of the businesses, my, you know, that wasn't going well. And I was just like, you know, I really like, why aren't you blessing me here? And finally he said to me, he said, you know, and, and it's not like an audible voice, right? It's kind of like an internal, whatever, you, you know, that's my experience. Again, this is my opinion, right? And that's the way I experienced God. And so he said to me, he said, will you stop telling me where to bless you? Right. And allow me to bless you where I choose and where right. is the, the best for you. Right. And he ended up taking me out of that business. Mm-hmm. And now into what I'm doing today, I would have never even had the, the vision or being open to that door, that new door of opportunity, mm -hmm. had I not released my agenda and mm -hmm. saying, I have to be blessed here in this particular place. Right. See? But so, because we believe our mind freaks. Yeah. Right. That, that's <laughs> yeah. why. Yeah. Yeah. It's all comes back to belief systems. So you look at your beliefs and you say, okay, what is that primary lie that I, that I learned? What are the beliefs? And it's like, I see, I see the primary lie is like this, this tap root and there's all of the other, you know, uh, stems or branches off of yeah. it and all the other beliefs. So our belief system is structured based on this primary lie. So we need to uproot that, mm -hmm. replace it with a new and saying, okay, is that, is that true? Where did that come from? Is it their belief or is that my belief? Did I buy into a lie? What is the truth about me? Who am I? I recently yeah. asked one of my clients, I said, who are you mm. outside of your career and your business and yeah. your this and that? What and did you say? She didn't know. She said, you know, and she was a mature woman. She was in her, you know, in her sixties. And she said, you know what? That's a very difficult question. Who am I without all of those things? So we said, okay, she says, I don't know. And I said, okay, well, what do you know? So we started with, with what she did know. And through focusing on what she did know, we got, we opened up the, the door, got the wheels turning, and she started to discover and recognize who she really is beyond the titles, mm -hmm. beyond the doing. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. So you got to get to that point. We all need to get to that point in our life where we get who we are. I am. I know who I am. And I know that that I am safe, that I am accepted, that I am loved because I'm the one who gives myself that, right? I, I right. give that the gift to myself. And right. now I can operate in the world from a whole different place. Right. So. But that's our ego that is leading us, right? And this is all about uh, identification with forms, with 
uh, whatever house, whatever we need to have, husband or whatever it might be, right? Yeah. And once this, everything of that is taken from us, and I, uh, I really had to um, experience that, um, then there is nothing left you could identify with. There is no exactly. material form anymore, right? I was even facing that. But this is a point. If you don't change at that point and transform, you will not make it, right? But yeah, it, it, it was, I got several lessons before in, in symptoms and real severe illness, uh, such as cancer. But um, if you don't understand the lesson behind it, right? And like you transform yeah. to another uh, to another business or whatever, and still insist and try to go with the head through the wall, it will not it will not yeah. work, right? Yeah. You and that's where the flow. That's where the flow comes in. So you invest, but you also there's a balance between you know investing in relationships, investing in business, and you also need to recognize the flow of life and the the rhythm. And to recognize yeah. when one door is literally closing yeah. and one is opening and where it's right. time to make the shift. Right. But often we don't realize other doors are opening because we are so focused on the oh, yeah. closed Tunnel. door. Yeah. So we Absolutely. don't see anything around it. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, I, 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 ne I never wish that on anyone. Um, but what I recognize is that at some point and especially those people light workers whatever you want to call them people that are in the transformational space uh, we get to learn what we teach uh, at a very core deep level and and so I'm not saying that everybody has to experience that but what you talked about is everything being taken away at some point I actually resented God because I was like, you're taking everything away from me. And, and it was, to me, it was, it was like this peace that came over me and saying, it's, I'm taking it away because I don't want your identity tied to any of it. Mm -hmm. And if your identity is tied to your success, I've seen people create massive success in business only to crumble and fall apart emotionally, spiritually, relationally, mm. as their finances and their business expired, right? The door closed and they weren't ready to move to the next door. Or they didn't even, in that case, in, in one case I'm thinking of, he didn't know how he got there in the first place, so he didn't know how to duplicate it because he just thought, oh, I'm just mm. so awesome. Because the validation- Or kill themselves. Uh, or kill themselves. Heart attack or whatever. Well, yeah. after, after all we can do, well done, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing is, it's actually Louise Hay has a great book out there, You Can Heal Your Life. And you talk, you know, in yeah, cancer- I love it. Yeah, and cancer, you know, it, it eats away. It's that eating away of you of unforgiveness and bitterness and resentment and, and uh, heart attack of um, uh, my dad actually had early stage prostate cancer. And I said to him, I said, dad, you've got to forgive, you've got to forgive this particular person in your life. Um, and, and you've got to, in our lives, you, you, have, you have to forgive her for your sake. Mm. and um and for your health you need to and, and you need to forgive yourself yeah. and honestly i don't think he ever forgave either one 
and, and, you know, and that stuff eats away at you. My mother died of a massive heart attack and my dad had a silent heart attack ultimately, but, and my mother had a massive heart attack. We don't have heart disease in our family history. Why is that? But when I look at what that, what that is, right. From what Louise, Louise Hay talks about in her book, and she suggests the emotional correlation to that. It's sucking the joy right out of your life, feeling right. alone, feeling not enough, feeling like, like you can't do it. Mm. You can't make it. Holding on to grief and anger is, is almost the worst thing you can do. And I know my mother died of a broken heart because literally she died after my, shortly after my dad, less than two years. And she had such a broken heart that was, that was, and she was a woman of strength and a woman of courage and a woman of faith. But there was deep inside, there was this broken heart of disappointment and, and that was just never fully resolved where she was able to get free of that. And, and I believe, and I mean, I know that she, she said it, she says, you know, that your dad died of a broken heart himself because of his disappointments of the, in, the, in his life. And so no judgment. It's just, it's what can I learn from that here? I'm still here and we can learn from other people and their experiences so we can avoid going through some of those. We're all going to have our experiences one way or the other. We're all going to go through experience. We're not going to avoid. It's never always going to be perfect and smooth and, per, you know, for everybody but we can avoid going through the same over and over the same repeating the same mistakes generation to generation. If we can teach and learn from each other, just like right. here, we're doing this podcast. Hopefully somebody listening is saying, Oh wow, there's some insights for me that I can, you know, when I get to that point where you lose everything, your health, your finances, your relationship, and literally I've had it all taken away from me, you know? And I, and I think like Job in, in the Bible talks about, it, it's like taking it all the way. And I'm thinking really like I've even had broken out in hives over 80% of my body. I'm lying there. I've got, you know, husband left my business falling apart because I was so focused on all the emotion of the, you know, the, the relationship. And so, and I'm here and then I got hives over and I'm literally, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Mm. I am depleted. I am so fatigued. I'm so at that point, that low valley, you know, that point of, of, I had nothing. I, I and, and actually it's interesting because when I started my podcast, it was a divine download in 2015, a year after my husband had left that the same year, uh, that I had all these crazy health, all this stuff going on. I mean, I had that in my twenties, but then this was another, it was like another wave of it. And it was just the purification, if you will, of my spirit, my soul. And, um, and then I get this, 4:30 in the morning, you're going to do a podcast and it's going to be called leaders of transformation. And you know, you're going to, you're going to interview difference makers and world changers go. And I'm thinking, do I want to do a podcast? I don't really want to. That wasn't really my plan, but I was obedient to it because I was like, okay, I just trusted. There was a trust. Yeah. Just trust me. In that, in that time period, as my business was falling apart because I focused so much attention and there was so much hurt and so much going on with my marriage that I, um, people would say to me, you know, go out and do video and you got to get out yourself out there and you got to do more and so forth. But I didn't really feel, get out and speak get on more stages because I've, you know, done that a lot in the past. And it's like, I just didn't have it in me mm -hmm. to do it. 
But when I had this divine download, it was like, okay, maybe I don't feel like I have the energy to, 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 to share and to deliver content, but I can showcase others who are doing great things. Yeah. And it was that, yeah, it was that step up Mm. to get to the step up to get to the step up. And it, and it, it, number one, it was a blessing, I believe, to the people and a hope to believe, first of all, the people that were on the podcast, the people who were listening to the podcast, but it was also a blessing to me because it gave me that re-inspiration. I got around people that were positive, shifted the energy in my relationships, right? Yeah. Because of what was going on here, yeah. you know, I was moving in another direction and it was just so powerful but I, I needed to listen and we need to get quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, very, so how do, very important. Yeah. So yeah, if you, if, you know, there's people listening and they're saying, okay, well, this is all great. Well, how do I, what do I do with this? Like, what do I, how do I get to this point? Well, number one, you've got to get quiet with yourself, mm-hmm. turn off the social media, turn off the phone, mm-hmm. turn off the TV, turn off all that outside coming where we talking earlier, all that external noise mm-hmm. and get quiet with yourself. Right. And you may need to, it's 30 minutes. It may not be enough. You might need to do it for a little longer. <laughs> so that, you yeah. know, cause some of us are like, okay, you got 30 minutes. Okay, let's do it. You know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a process, right. Of yeah. getting so quiet and soon you'll get to the point where you can center yourself in a, in a moment, but initially it may take you a little longer to get to that point because you're so conditioned all the external noise and the stuff that's going on in the little voice there's all this dialogue so you've got to let the dialogue just release so Mm. that you can actually hear the truth right that's inside and reconnect with the peace the spirit that's actually within yourself and then you can listen and say who am i what am i here for what is my purpose yeah where does my value truly come from and build up from there and then there's techniques and i work with clients and certain things that you can do the gratitude where does this fit in affirmations changing your association all these things but they build on top of that particular we need to carve out space i talk a lot about capacity you've got to create capacity you've got to create space to be able to have that conversation if i start pouring more stuff on you you're not going to hear it anyway so I, i say my you know just get some quiet get some you know yeah and and then you can go from there that's amazing and i'm so sorry i need to stop here um we could talk for forever right we are so such a, a great uh, synchronized spirit yeah. here but i have the next appointment uh, coming up and my dog was even here just now and uh, told me uh, i was barking you didn't hear her hear her yeah i heard i heard yeah Normally she was saying, yep, yep, I'm with you. Normally, don't I don't. Me. I, yeah, don't forget me. I'm here. And uh, normally, I don't want to have that in the background, but it was just uh, was so long for oh, her. Oh, good. It's all part so, of life. So we could talk forever, um, Nicole, but I, I'm sure we mentioned a lot and we, we yeah, we both love to, to motivate and to inspire people, right? And we had sort of the same calling to do what we're doing here, right? And, and me, myself, I did 
outsource or, or, or cancel everything that are not good, which is taxes or mass or, 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 or things like that, accountings and yeah, I'm, I love to talk and I get spirit and empowered from, from a talk with the, like, just like, uh, like we did here. And, and all the other things we shouldn't do, right? Yeah. But this is, of course, a transformational journey to get there. And, and, and what I love to do is not just to talk about topics, but real life stories. We have lived that and we just have shared it very openly. And thanks so much for that. Uh, because I think this, the, the learning is in the stories, right? Yes. So this is now not a, a, a book. We are reading here. This is our life. <laughs> All that we have been through, shared very openly, and and uh, whenever we could touch somebody, just one person out there who has a problem in this particular field we covered today, which is of course the foundation of all being clear yes. and, and self-love with us. And that's where it all starts. And then we did a great job, right? Yes. So yes. is there something uh, you wanted to add because, uh, before we wrap up? Or did um, we cover everything? We, we covered so well, much. There is so much we could cover, you know. Um, yeah, we what could I talk forever. <laughs> what I would say is, is that, again, getting quiet, um, finding that primary lie, um, and then building on it, on the what's the truth about you. Uh, one of the things, if somebody is interested and they want to do like a 30-minute session with me just to unpack this and, and um, have, a, have a discovery session with me, I'll make sure that you have the, the link discovertheedge.com forward slash fly f l y yeah. where they can they can uh, download some free free downloads and things like the seven keys to maximizing your potential and some other neat things right. i would um, put it in also, the show notes yeah and then also they can um uh they can schedule a time with me mm -hmm. uh as well and so i just invite people to do that if they want to open up that conversation where we can get to a starting point of what is the thing that's what is the, the taproot that's the driver that's been driving your whole life and has gotten you to where you are that that might not be working for you to get to the next stage in your life? It'll get you to a certain point, but yeah. Yeah, when, when it comes but right down beyond. to but not beyond that. Right. And so we can talk about that and uh, I'm happy to do that. And it's just been such a pleasure to be here with you. And I see your passion and, and you know, life experience, it... Um, it wears differently. You can tell when somebody has life experience and they've yeah. gotten through that and they, and they've got that brightness and that light, not just from a youthfulness, but from a wisdom of yeah. life experience. And you have that. So it's just been a pleasure to share. Thanks so much. And thanks so much for gifting us with the breakthrough session that my listeners yeah. can win. So thanks a lot for that. And I will mention everything so people can reach out to you directly in the show notes. And I'm sure you will come up some other time. It was just a perfect uh, synchronization here with, yeah. uh, with us. Thanks so much for sharing so many insights and useful tips and takeaways. 
Nicole. Thank you. Very grateful. My pleasure. You too. You too. Have a lovely day. And all my listeners, I'm grateful for Nicole um, sharing so many tips here, how we can start with ourselves in order really to become ourselves and authentic. And then life, we can tell us because we can tell uh, you because we been through that, both of us, um, life becomes much easier. But it's is it easy? No, it wasn't easy for us neither, right? But it's so much it's so really worth it. And I want to encourage everybody to really uh, yeah, go for yourself, make yourself priority and uh, and and yeah, come to self-love and then afterwards you can give. Mm. That you. was fantastic, Nicole. Thanks so much and have a lovely day. Thanks for listening in. I hope you got new inspiration to seek help and surrender to love no matter what situation you're in. Hopefully you could take away that transformation is possible. By getting the right support, you can embrace life joyfully and enjoy your life on your own authentic terms. Please rate and review the Freestyle Your Life podcast on freestyle-your-life.com slash podcast if you like today's talk and make sure you qualify for the amazing I Love the Fly podcast giveaway by subscribing and referring three friends to the Freestyle Your Life podcast. All experts and myself are happy to assist and support you. Just reach out to us. Thanks for joining us today and don't forget to tune in next Thursday and listen in to your next inspiration on how to freestyle your life. You'll learn another priceless shortcut on how to break free and restyle your life on your own authentic terms. Becoming authentically you will ease your life and business. Remember Fly Nation, break free and fly. Looking forward to talk to you next Thursday. Bye.